The Mac Observer's Mac Geek Cab, episode 843 for Tuesday, November 10th, post-Apple event 2020. Welcome back to Mac Geek Cab, the show that uh, is here to, well, we're here to today to talk about all of the stuff that Apple just announced in terms of new Macs. That's why we're here. Special episode today. Of course, we just released a 842 uh, on its normal schedule yesterday on Monday, but here we are to do this and no great surprise here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And here in Fairfield, Connecticut, this is John F. Braun. Yeah, yeah. that is correct. <laughs> I, I am certain of it. Yeah. It says so on the bottom of the screen. Uh, it, right. For those of you that only listen audibly, which is most of you, the, like more than 99% of you, uh, oh. we do a video show at MacGeekab.com, uh, com, And you can watch it after the fact on our Facebook channel and YouTube and even at MacGeekab.com. We, we host the videos there. Normally, we really avoid having video be a large part of the content. And today, we will let it be some of the content if that if it happens to come up that way. So, but uh, but I want to talk about these new Macs that Apple just announced uh, hours ago. And I want to kind of I don't want to give a recap of the event because you can go watch it. And I highly recommend it. It's less than an hour. It's the shortest event I remember Apple doing in a long time. But I do want to kind of go through the things that they announced so that we can hit some of the points, John, maybe that Apple didn't hit. So absolutely. So one, they misled us, Dave, in that it wasn't just one more thing. <laughs> well, that's true, isn't it? It was three. In my days. opinion, it was many more things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, three, at least three more things, right? But but maybe more, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the intro was cool. I'll, I'll, I'll give a hat tip to the intro. They did, you know, they, they summarized and we're not going to, you know, but all the things they announced, you know, a little while ago, I did kind of like the crazy ones like video though. That was kind of nice. They were, it, it, you know, as they, I they said, showed, yeah, it's worth going back and watching this stuff that this was one of the best, uh, had some of the best videos in it that we've seen in a long time. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I think it's good. It's yeah, definitely so that was good. But, yes. but the big thing they announced, and they finally named it um, a little bit better, is the M1. I mean, they still call it Apple Silicon, which I think is still kind of a tongue twister for a lot of people or have a lot of people scratching their heads. So I think it's a lot easier to say the M1. But the M1 is now what they call it. And just to give you a little background, um, so what they're calling it, so what they're doing is not new. Um, so the M1 is what they call a system on a chip. And what does that even mean? And I've actually dealt with this with other vendors when I did embedded work. The thing is right now, when you make a Mac, there are pieces from a lot of different vendors. So you have the processor, you have the GPU, you have the memory um, and other things. And typically, a lot of computer vendors, including Apple currently, 
will get those pieces from different people. So again, you have an Intel processor, you probably have a Radeon or Intel GPU. Um, you probably have a Broadcom communications chip and they stitch it all together. And Apple's really good at doing this and they've changed vendors in the past. But this time, from what I can tell, for the most part, it's all in the M or almost everything is in the M1. And that is a not having to stitch everything together makes it gives you the potential to have a much faster energy efficient system because and, and it can what they showed us today. it can share memory amongst things so it's not having to hand things off from chip to chip right that, that and to to boil it all down that's the benefit there right is everything being on on one chip it's it, 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 you, you don't waste time and energy handing things off from from chip to chip as things are going around. Is that right? Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or you don't have to build the glue that requires you to talk to again the memory. That well, I don't know if the memory is embedded in the M1. I, well, I they didn't kept get saying that sense. They kept what was the terminology? They kept saying that it was a unified memory architect architecture, which their terms high bandwidth low latency apple design package accessible to entire soc so the entire system on a chip so dram is is there i will um okay yeah let me let me pull this up and if i can pull this up without breaking things on our from our live stream uh i i took some screenshots john while we were while we were doing things today, mm -hmm. while we were watching the event. And I posted them all at our at Mac Observer Live Twitter account. And let me look at what one of those things says. So let's see if I can pull it up as I'm getting things ready here. All right. So I think I can I'm, do this. I'm guessing that they're still going to be using third-party RAM. It's not going to be Apple RAM, but, but the, uh, what, what they said suggests to me is that the memory architecture is that their circuitry that talks to the memory is because before, I guess, or well, here, like here's, in, in here's Apple's machine. diagram Go. where they show okay. that. Yeah, you're right. The circuitry is it's one path to, to, to DRAM, which is, which is good, right? Cause you've got the GPU, the CPU cache of course is on chip, the neural engine. And then there, there is what Apple calls fabric, which appears to be part mm -hmm. of this system on a chip that, like you said, ties it all together. And then Fabric talks directly to DRAM. So it is all in one Apple design package, which I think is I, I, like, that's going to be the benefit. Now, we've already had this benefit on our iPhones, right? Because our iPhones mm -hmm. will do exactly that, right? Then our iPads have all of this in it. So again, this isn't the good news is this isn't new. This isn't the first time that we're seeing this. And I think that is a good thing. Um, if I do that, does that break things? That does not break things. Okay, cool. I can do things back and forth. I, I know what my buttons are going to do today. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so right. So this M1 chip, I think it's important to note the only thing the, the Apple released three computers today, we'll go through some of the specifics of them uh, just to get. Uh, some some context, but it was the MacBook Air, a MacBook Pro, and the Mac Mini. I will point out that all three of those use the M1 chip, and all three of those are what I would term 
the low end of Apple's line. Now, these machines may wind up being faster than many of the things that they replaced. In fact, many other things in Apple's line. But the Air, the two port, and we'll talk about the ports in a minute, but the two port uh MacBook Pro as opposed to the four port MacBook Pro and the mini all sort of the low end. And, and again, that gets very blurred, but I think we will see perhaps say an M2 chip down the road that has more in it. So this M1 chip mm -hmm. has four cores that are high performance and then four cores that are uh, uh, high efficiency. And Big Sur, again, the benefits of Apple tying everything together, chooses which cores to use at which times, and that it gives us the 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 benefits that we'll that we'll get to here. But but yeah. But the and and uh Stephen23 at live.macgeekab.com in our chat room is saying that the DRAM is in the chip or it's you know it's all part of the same thing. So yeah. So which is pretty okay. cool. Yeah. I, I still think it's probably somebody else's RAM, but it doesn't matter. Oh, of I mean, course. You know, RAM is a commodity. Yes, of course. But they, you know, again, they built the glue, which is great. Right. Um, right. So the air, um, so the things that they mentioned, so uh, eight cores, three and a half times faster, graphics are five times faster. Everything's faster because it's, it's, it's all in one place now, which is right. really nice. Right. Um, Here's the thing that caught my attention with the air. So two things. Okay. So one, Dave, and this uh, this is kind of cool because this goes back to the design philosophy of the original Macintosh. No fan. I know. I know. <laughs> Steve was obsessive about that in that he's like, I don't want a fan because it. And in all truthfulness, um. The fan can be distracting and you won't get your Zen moment and or be in the groove if there's this annoying fan in the background. Now, most Apple machines, except for some cases like my MacBook Pro 16, <laughs> gets the fan spinning up and it, and it's it's very distracting. Sure. Um, but most Apple machines manage this well. But the fact that and also the the processor guide that was in the beginning, he kept going on about this and you had to wonder why he's like well this is very energy efficient this is very energy it's why do you keep harping on that well it's because energy efficiency means less heat which means you don't need a fan well so and it also cool means they've it, you, you know i agree with you it's like that is i want to i want to circle back to this no fan thing in a second but that mm -hmm. um what you just said about obsessing about efficiency like that, you're right. It means less heat, but it means less heat because we're using less power and therefore mm -hmm. better battery life. Right. So, you know, these things with, you know, the, I think the air has 18 hours of battery life. They're saying the pro has 20 hours. I, yes. Let's let's take a second here. I think it's best. I know Apple separated the two laptops in their presentation. I think they did that for a reason. I think they did it so that people wouldn't do what we're about to do right now, but I think it's important to do what we're about to do right now. And that is to look mm -hmm. at these two laptops and compare them because I ordered a laptop before we started recording the show, John. And I mm -hmm. was at first, I was like, wait a minute, which one do I order? Because what's the difference between these two? So let's first talk about what's the same. They both have two ports. It's important to note those two ports are 
Thunderbolt 4 and USB 4. In fact, mm -hmm. all of the ports, even on the Mac Mini, Thunderbolt 4, USB 4. Uh, we'll dig mm -hmm. deep into why Thunderbolt 4 almost doesn't matter for us Mac users. It, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt mm -hmm. 4 brings us one thing that we don't already have, and that is hubbing. That's it. Otherwise, we have the full complement. Really, what Thunderbolt 4 brings to the industry is a unification. The Windows side, mm -hmm. Thunderbolt 3 has been a mess because everybody hasn't created the same. They haven't built their machines based on the same set of Thunderbolt 3 features. Apple built their machines on the full set. So really, the only thing we get with Thunderbolt 4 is hubbing. We'll go deeper into that in another episode. So we got Thunderbolt 4, USB 4. We've got Wi-Fi 6. Yes, finally, in a Mac. Mm -hmm. so that's good, right? And as we just said, you've got this M1 processor. And presumably because one has a fan, the MacBook Pro, and one doesn't, the MacBook Air, John, I'm guessing that they're running the M1 a little bit hotter or at the very least letting it run hotter longer uh, because mm -hmm. they, it, it, look, if you run the CPU hot, you have, you have, Two choices in terms of managing heat. One is to put a fan on it and one is to slow it down. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, like, right. That, right. Like that, th this is physics still, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. So I, I would guess that the MacBook Pro will see better performance only because the CPU will be allowed to run hotter slash faster. But that's a now, guess. they didn't even mention, I don't know on the product page, but do they even mention uh, uh, gigahertz or core? Nope. We got to wait till we get them and test them. Okay. Yep. Really interesting. Yep. Okay. You know, that kind of, you know, and that reminds me, okay, no, this may, <laughs> this may take a bit longer, but I remember when uh, years ago, it was megahertz wars. Yes. Remember? Oh yeah. When you know Intel would say, "Hey, we have more megahertz or gigahertz, so we're we're better." And Apple was like, "Oh, well, we're gonna with our processor, we're we're gonna challenge you on that." And uh, but at some point, they they their the, at least their ads didn't really harp on that. They just harp or they they outline the performance rather than the megahertz, which one could argue is a valid approach. Because more megahertz or gigahertz doesn't necessarily mean a faster system. Right. 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 So it, it, it's interesting to see them stepping into uh, taking that angle again. They're like, you know, it, it's it should be fast enough for you. Well, yeah. And that's they did talk about that. It's fast enough for us. Right. And but mm -hmm. other so other and, and they both have whatever this new camera thing is like new camera processor new like we don't know if it's 15 frames per second still or 30 frames per second i'm guessing it's going to be 30 it is still a 720p camera i'll pull up the specs here this is of the air right. uh, but but by and large the air and the pro are very similar so we've got bluetooth 5 right wi-fi 6 brian monroe in the in the chat room asked is it wi-fi 6 with a 3 by 3 radio we don't know we won't know until we get it and we can find out um, but I'm guessing it would be a two by two radio, which is what I believe the, the current air has, uh, I'd have to check that too. Yep. Uh, so, you know, there you go. 
Uh, we've got, but they're both 720p camera. They can both support an external display with up to 6K resolution at 60 hertz. They both got stereo speakers. Uh, the Air and I'm assuming the Pro, but I will find it, uh, both have support for uh, Dolby Atmos playback, which is interesting. They've got the, as Apple calls it, the studio quality three mic array, and they each have a headphone jack. So uh, hey. very similar machines. Now, what are the differences? Well, what, I, I, the, the major differences, John, to me are the lack of a fan in the air. I see that as a pro. Uh, the lack of a touch bar in the air or the addition of a touch bar to the MacBook Pro Honestly, I see that as a toss-up depending on your use case. Maybe the touch bar is great for you. Maybe the touch bar doesn't matter. They both have Touch ID. So, you know, either either or. And the Air is 0.2 pounds lighter, right? It's 2.8 pounds versus 3.0 pounds. And that's about the same Delta that we've had previously. And crazy as it might sound, I find it noticeable picking it up with one hand versus the other. So, um so I, I okay. Oh. So I, I do see all right, so yeah, so I'm looking at the specs for both of them right now, which they have the tech specs. Yeah. So looking at the air versus the pro, so the air advertises four performance cores and four efficiency cores. The MacBook Pro just says eight cores. Oh no, no, it okay. No, they have the same. It's the same, right? Um, okay. There's a slight difference. In the GPU cores, and it has a yeah. So it's really hard for me to. If you're somebody that gets excited about processors and gigahertz and stuff like that, it's really hard to tell. Yep. Why you would want to? That doesn't seem to be a differentiator between the two. It is not. Now I I agree with you. I I don't see there being a difference now mm. on the air, and this is where it gets interesting. When I went to buy my Air, and I'll pull up, because I bought an Air. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, that's what I wound up going with, was the Air. Because I really, I don't care that much about the touch bar. I like the form factor of the Air. Now, when you're buying the Air, it's very interesting. The low-end one for $9.99, 8 gigs of RAM and 256 gig SSD base model, comes with the 8-core CPU that we talked about and a seven-core GPU, then you can bump up to the, the next base model, which is eight gigs of RAM, mm -hmm. five 12-gig SSD, and an eight-core GPU. So you get one more GPU for $12.49, right? And, and double mm -hmm. the SSD storage. Um, those are still, as of the moment of this recording, available for delivery. It says, for me, it delivers November 17th or November 18th. As soon as you build to order this thing, which I did because 16 gigs of RAM is what I will need, not eight. I know we've talked about it. I know eight is enough. I believe eight is enough. I'm still going to spend 200 bucks and seven days uh, to get that 16. So that moves it mm -hmm. to November 24th, but uh, because it's the build to order. Uh, but that, you know, that, there's your machine right there. And I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't see a huge benefit of the pro. Um, I see more battery on the pro. Yes, for so sure. Pro, pro has slightly more battery life because there's probably a bigger battery. So that's another thing. 
Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. I would guess that that's a big part of it. Cause the, the, the pro is the pro doesn't have that tapered, uh, side that, the, right. Right. That the, the air does. Yeah. So they fit more battery in. I would presume. Yeah. Yeah. So if you need more battery life, then the pro would probably be a better choice. I guess. I mean, we're talking about, so what do they say in terms of specs, right? So battery, the pro they're saying uh, up to 17 hours, wireless web up to 20 hours, Apple TV movie app playback. Mm -hmm. It's a 15, eight, 58.2 watt hour lithium uh, battery. Mm -hmm. The air has a 49.9 watt hour lithium battery, mm -hmm. 15 hours versus 17 hours of wireless web and 18 hours versus 20 hours of Apple TV app movie playback. I mean, th these are still numbers that are double anything prior to that. It, like these are mm -hmm. crazy, crazy battery numbers. So I'm really stoked about this. I'm, I'm, uh, Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, my current MacBook pro 16 inch, I can probably go a day, eight hours, mm. depending on what I'm doing. So yeah, I mean, ha having more is, is better again, because of the energy efficiency and all that. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, it, it, in the past, the, the differentiation between the low end and the pro was more pronounced and it, it almost makes me wonder why did they even bother to have, you know what I'm saying? It, it just looks like there's not, well, I mean, if it's, if it's just a matter and, and I think the screen is slightly different. I think you get like, a, I, I think I looked and I think you get a few more nits or brightness well, let's on look. the, uh, yeah. Yeah. The pro. So no, I was comparing the two. So, so the screen is a little better on the, pro. well, let, let's be specific. Cause I've got them up in front of me here. So the MacBook pro, okay. It's a 2560 by 1600 screen at 227 pixels per mm -hmm. inch, uh, 500 nits of brightness, wide color, and true mm -hmm. tone. And so the MacBook Air, same 2560 at 227 pixels per inch, 400 nits of brightness. So you're absolutely right. 20% brighter on the Pro versus the, that, that's the other difference. So I like it. This is good. So Pro has 500 nits, Air has 400 nits. And that's just nitpicking, isn't it? Sorry. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Good one. Uh, yeah. There's a fine line between stupid and clever. Sorry. Both are lines from Spinal Tap. So you have to kind of say them both together. Uh, yeah. So this is. This and they got different power adapters. Eh, well, no, it's not a big deal. So I'm looking there. 30 watt USB-C adapter. The. Uh, that's right. The, uh, Pro has a 61.61 61 watt adapter. It's got a 61 okay. watt. Yeah. So, so you could potentially charge up your bigger battery faster or maybe not faster. Who knows? Well, and you can always okay. buy a different adapter too. I mean. Oh, sure. Right. <laughs> you know, we we talk about lots of those. Mm -hmm. Those gallium nitride ones are awesome. So, yeah. So this is, in, yeah, this is interesting. So you pointed out something you said, well, I don't see what the difference is. And this has been a problem in Apple's lineup long before the M1 uh, saw the light of our days. Up until mm -hmm. last spring, a year ago, spring, when Apple's Apple finally released the four core MacBook Pro, low end MacBook Pro. 
there was the only differentiator was like a hundred dollars and a touchscreen. That was it. Maybe $200 in a touchscreen. I can't remember. Then they released the four core MacBook Pro and it was like, ah, great. Now I see what the low end MacBook Pro, it, there's a there's a gap there. Great. This makes sense. And then they promptly revved the MacBook Air to be almost the same. And you can get it with, you know, almost the same CPU, which is now exactly the same CPU. Maybe or maybe not. We don't know. I mean, it is the same model CPU. We don't know if it's running at the same speed. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, but this is, this is the same as it ever was the low end air and the, the, sorry, the low end pro and the higher end air are very, very mm -hmm. close. It's, it's, do you, do you want the form factor? I think is really the, and here's the other the thing. Key. Yeah. Go the keyboard, same keyboard on both. So the pro, nah, yeah, I looked nah. at it. I, I might've gotten it wrong. So let's looking look. at the specs, they don't indicate that the air has touch ID or touch bar. Yeah, absolutely. MacBook air, here. Let me show you MacBook air. Okay. No, I, I touch ID. I, 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 I believe you. It's just their specs on the air. Do not say, yeah. they just say it's a oh, look, magic keyboard. Look just below the keyboard. And there is a ah, touch ID sensor touch ID. Yes. Oh, but, but touch, how about touch bar? No, that's what but we're saying. Air, is touch bar is a feature of the pro okay. only. Right. Right. Okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But it's the same magic keyboard. So there's no more of that, you know, messy keyboard My that brain. everybody hated. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting. It says, so the air, the air actually has more keys because it doesn't have the touch bar. Right. So the air has mm -hmm. a 78 for us or 79 for not us uh, key keyboard, mm -hmm. including 12 function keys and four arrow keys and an inverted <laughs> T. <laughs> And the MacBook Pro has 65 or 66 keys, including the inverted T. But that makes sense because the touch bar replaces all mm -hmm. those function keys across the top. So Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Both have the force touch trackpad. So, yeah. So, it really is touch bar, nits. And we got this all listed at MacGeekUp.com. As, as we've been talking through this year, I've I've listed the um, the the specs, the differences in the specs. So really we're answering which laptop do you buy? We can't make that decision for you, but hopefully we've helped you make that decision. So exciting. Uh, is there anything worth talking about? Um, several people in our chat room and, and I saw online during the event here, some people are not too happy with the fact that there are only two ports. Again, these I mean, one are the thing low I like about machines. my current. These are the low yeah, end no, machines. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, if they do, and I'm sure they will eventually release a 16 inch M1 MacBook Pro, that'll probably have four ports. I would not count on it, and here's why. No, I'm going to show okay. you a picture, John. Uh, mm -hmm. Here's the picture. It's the back of the new Mac Mini. So let's talk about that, right? Two. The current Mac Mini has the the Intel Mac Mini has yeah. four Thunderbolt mm -hmm. three ports. The uh, mm -hmm. the M1 Mac Mini has two Thunderbolt slash USB four ports. Now again, what did we talk about was the difference between Thunderbolt three right. and Thunderbolt four. Mm. You can do hubbing. Hub. You can get a hub. Uh, yeah, and OWC's okay. hub. I have no doubt that as we are recording this. OWC <laughs> is happily and frantically updating their website to be able to say 
our Thunderbolt 4 hub will work with the Mac. They couldn't say that before because there was no Mac for it to work with, right? But now there mm -hmm. is, and their Thunderbolt 4 hub. Again, I don't want to go too deep into this because I'm the wrong person to explain it. But the only benefit that Thunderbolt 4 brings to us is hubbing. We will continue mm -hmm. to use, on our Thunderbolt 4 Max, we will continue to use Thunderbolt 3 drives and other peripherals because Thunderbolt 3 allows use of all four PCI lanes. Thunderbolt 4 only allows use of one at a time. So you would use a Thunderbolt 4 hub to hub it out and break it out to yet more ports. And then to those ports, you would connect Thunderbolt 3 devices. We'll have Larry on to, uh, to get us through that and, and explain it better. But, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I would, I would, I would not be surprised to see the MacBook pro only have two ports. Remember the iMac only has two Thunderbolt right, right. ports. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As Alan yeah, no, I'm looking at the, yeah, I'm looking at the specs on this and yeah, I would say the only difference between this one and the one that I have, which is the 2018 Mac mini, right? Is it has two fewer <laughs> Thunderbolt ports. Do you only Otherwise, have it two Ethernet. USB? It has. The, the oh, no, no. The, the, this. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the M1 MacBook Mac mini has only two USB-A yes. ports. I thought you had Correct. four. USB-A ports. Am I wrong about that? No. Um, this machine has... Let me... This machine has four USB-C ports, and I believe... And two I'm A ports. Poke yeah. around a, and two A ports. Yeah, so there's so, the Intel one on, on the screen here now with the four Thunderbolt mm -hmm. 3 ports. You're right. The only yep, difference yep. is that we went from, uh, from right, right. two to... Or from four to two. Yep, you're absolutely right. Okay. Cool. Oh, look at you. Nice video switching work. See, there. man, I know what I'm doing here. I'm pretending like I know what I'm doing. And well, you fooling, do now. I'm fooling most of us. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And, and of course, the Mac Mini, while we're talking about it, has Wi-Fi 6, as we mentioned, Bluetooth 5, Thunderbolt 4, which we just finished talking about. 10 base T or sorry, 10 base T ethernet. Well, it does. It also has a hundred base T and more importantly, gigabit ethernet. Uh, so what's interesting to me, John is that, and we, we were talking about this in our staff meeting earlier before the, the announcement today, visibly, physically, there is no obvious difference between an Intel Mac mini MacBook air or MacBook pro and an M1 Mac mini MacBook Air or MacBook mm -hmm. Pro. And there was some discussion about whether this matters from a support standpoint. And I'm not convinced that it does. Um, you know, I think you're going to reset the SMC on these the same way you have in the past. I think you're going to, or, or you're going to go to the reset SMC page. And I'm just using that as an example. And it's going to say, yeah, if you have, uh, you know, 2018 Mac mini, you reset the SMC this way. If you have a late 2020 Mac mini, you reset the SMC that way. Right. And, and if it's different, it's different. Fine. Maybe there is no SMC to reset, but we don't know that part will be fun. So yes, I think from a troubleshooting standpoint, it matters, but not to most users. And I think that's the key. So yeah. yeah, the other thing I see, so, so it's nice that their Mac mini page lets you 
compare the two. There's a tab on top saying M1 versus Intel. Yep. The other thing that jumped out at me is that the Intel version lets you configure it up to 64 gigs. The M1 only lets you configure the RAM up to 16 gigs. Yes. Now, maybe that's due to magic in either the M1 and or Big Sur in that you, um, I don't know about you, but both of my systems are uh, 16 gigs is the right amount of RAM for me on an Intel Mac. I don't know about you, but. Uh, it, it, I think we've talked about this before. I've used Intel Macs with eight. I've never bought an Intel Mac mm-hmm. with eight, mind you, <laughs> but I've used Intel right. Macs with eight and it's been more than enough. Uh, so much so that we, mm-hmm. so much so that we named an episode eight is enough. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm more comfortable with 16, even though I know that I could do okay with, with eight. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think the memory controller in this M1 chip can't address more than 16 gigs of RAM. Oh, I'm sure it can. It's just, I, I don't, it, it, it's just funny is that at least the systems that they're publishing now, mm-hmm. 16 is, is the max. You can't yeah, get more. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if it can't. So, I, I mean, again, that, that, that's just a design limitation. They could, they could change. I that. mean, a monster of a chip like this can absolutely address more than 16 gigs of RAM or maybe it can't. No, I, I mean, that, that, that would just be crazy talk. Think about where it came from, man. This is an iPad mm-hmm. pro repackaged. Right, right, right. Seriously, like this is, which is, I, I don't, I, I don't say that to be a negative thing. The iPad Pro is a solid, mm. stable platform. I think it's really mm. smart that this is an iPad Pro. That all three of these are iPad Pro repackaged. I'm sure it's, you know, the A14 chip and all of that. We're just calling it M1 so that we don't start confusing right. ourselves, right? But I think, yeah, man, I think that that's, I think that I. That's how I'm thinking about it. So, but maybe okay. memory management, like they say that it's a way more efficient uh, memory management architecture. So maybe it doesn't matter. Time will tell, we, you know, even if we don't push these things to those limits, other people will, you know, there, I think there's going to be a lot of folks buying Mac minis in hopes that they get, you know, Mac pro light ish kind of thing to experiment with. And I'm, I look forward to seeing what happens. I'm, I think it's cool, man. I think it's, I'm really excited. How much, I don't know off the top of my head, but how much are you saying that the iPad pro has 16 gigs of Ram? No, I'm saying that the iPad pro has less than 16 gigs of Ram. I'm saying that the, the memory controller that's in the iPad pro is probably very similar to the memory controller that they've used for this M one. And therefore might have inherited a design limitation from the iPad pro because they said, well, we'd never need more than that here. That would be my guess. Um, But again, it's, it's hard for us to know it. We've never experienced a, a, no, no, you're uh, a computer that is truly system on chip like this. I mean, I guess maybe we have, if we go all the way back to like the TI like the, the CI 99 or the Timex Sinclair, like, could it be argued that that mm. was system on a chip? Like, I, I like, I, I, I got to think more about that, you know, but, um, so I, I think, um, TI probably yes, because right? I mean, TI, you know, made processors, they made memory and they probably did this. The one I was referring to earlier was from, and I think they still make it, uh, from a company called Cypress. And I worked, 
sure. with this. And it was called PSOC, Programmable System on Chip. And, right. you know, like Apple, it had a really thing there. It was more for embedded work. I was just going to say, no, those I'm are... looking here at Mac. Go ahead. So I'm looking here. So, so Mac Tracker says that the current iPad Pro has six gigs of built-in memory. Makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so I get where you're going with this. Is that? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, right. and this it's and, kind of a repackaged. <laughs> okay, I like your angle on this. So it's it's kind of a repackaged iPad Pro. Right. Hmm. And that's a good thing. I mean, that's why we're able to see this as quickly as we are, because that's exactly where Apple came from with this, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I don't know. I think it's good. I'm, I'm excited about all of this, obviously. Um, So, well, I won't know next week because I ordered Mm -hmm. the 16 gigs of Ram, which takes an extra week. So sometime Thanksgiving ish, I'll have a uh, a toy to play with and we'll and then we'll talk more about it. So, yeah, I'm stoked. Do we have anything yeah, else, and, man? And the pricing looked uh, when I saw the pricing on some of these or at least the starting pricing, I'm like you know you could charge more. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Especially as a stockholder, I'm like charge more money. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, that's, a, I mean, for under, you know, for under a thousand dollars, I mean, I mean, you can get, a, so you, for 1099, you get a Mac mini with a thousand. What's yeah. that? Oh no, you can do no, it for under a thousand. I'm just going for the one that I would buy. So the, right. The, right. right. So the five twelve gig SSD, 16 gigs of Ram is 1099, but you can get it. You can get it with mm-hmm. eight gigs and, and two fifty six for six ninety nine. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. I love it. I love it. That's great. Really opens up the door for people. I think it's good. Yep. All right, folks. Well, let us know what uh, what you think. Feedback at macgeekgab.com. We would love to hear from you. If you ordered one, let us know what you ordered. Be excited. Share the news. Uh, but if you you know if you have questions that we didn't address here. Let us know that too. We'll be back on Monday, you know, normal, same bat time, same bat place. It's just easier if we take the the 40 minutes of this instead of chopping it out of an episode. It's just easier if we do this. Like, here you go. Here's our day section. You get it right away. And then back to your regularly mm-hmm. scheduled Mac Geek Gabbing. So, yeah, man. Any more thoughts? Yeah. Before we, yeah. No. No, there were rumors of some other things, but... uh They'll come. They'll come. I, I think they've done good this year. <laughs> I yeah, I agree. I yeah, I actually I, I do. I really agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It is good. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, folks. It is. Uh, it has been good. No specific sponsors for this episode, but our our sponsors for this week are expressvpn.com slash mgg, readle.com, and barebones.com. So go check them out. They uh, they help. They help us do what we do. And then, of course, all of you on our Mac Geek Gab premium program at macgeekgab.com slash premium or simply macgeekgab.com. We'll get you there. Thanks to all of you, especially for making all this happen for us. So that's what I got for today. You got anything else, John F. Braun? Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much stocked up for, for this year yeah. on, on my Apple goods. 
That's right. Yeah, you bought you bought a MacBook Pro early this year and an iPad just uh, a little while ago. Oh, and uh, we you, we both have iPad. IPhone. So I have the 2018. Yeah, so I got the 2018 Mini, the 2019 MacBook Pro, and the 2020 iPad Air, and soon Friday, from what they say, I will have um, I will have an iPad or I'm sorry, iPhone Mini iPhone 12 mini. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those. That's yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks folks. We will uh we will see you on Monday and uh take it from there. Next time. Fun stuff. Thanks for hanging out with us. Do you have anything to, uh, like, is there anything, any thoughts swimming around in your head, John, that maybe you're, you're driven to share something inspiring yet pithy? Um, well, you know, if, if you're looking at different Macs and you're comparing them and you're looking what's best for you, just do your homework, look at the specs, look at your wallet and don't get caught. Made up.